My perspective has changed entirely. This could be the opportunity to get the knowledge to help me finally take that step. I was looking for the next growth challenge for me. And that's really easy to do when you have a bunch of great people with integrity and knowledge around you. There's just not a networker that I know that I feel as comfortable working with. I'd say embrace it. Embrace a different way of, of living. You can do it. You just have to start. Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Accelerator Podcast. Hey, what's up team? This is Scott Mackis, and today I'm excited to share the latest Real Estate Investing Accelerator podcast where Buddy Rushing, the founder of White Feather Investments and the leader of the Real Estate Accelerator, interviews Brett Hadley. When it comes to real estate success, Brett shot out of the gate when he began the Real Estate Accelerator, and he's been unstoppable ever since. As a former hospital administration and operations officer in the U.S. Air Force, Brett understands that people, processes, relationships and communication are essential to success in less than a year. And in addition to his day job, Brett created an S-Corp and has invested in several multifamily properties. In this episode, we discuss why Brett decided to join the Accelerator, how Brett managed to escape a bad deal at the last minute, what quadplex properties are and how the Burr method works, and how Brett is using creative financing to fund his deals. I hope you enjoy this episode of the Real Estate Investing Accelerator podcast. Next episode of Accelerator Success Stories uh, with Brett Hadley, who is an interesting uh, case study because you are not only qualifying as a success story, which is a pretty high bar, right? For which I look at all of the stuff that you've done and all the stuff that everyone's done, the types of deals they've done, the amount of action, the amount of risk that they maybe have to take to reach what I would consider a success story. But normally that doesn't happen until months and months and sometimes years after they graduate from the accelerator, you're still in the accelerator as of this call. So I'm, I'm, that's clearly, you know, how to shoot out of a gate pretty quickly. And so, uh, you know, I'd I'd love to hear a little bit, talk a little bit about, um, you know, maybe what, uh, you know, obviously your uh, Air Force Academy grad, right? You graduated back in 05, 04, 05, right around the time I did. Yeah. Oh, five. Awesome. And then, you know, you, uh, you no longer are in the, uh, the air force, but, you know, tell us a little bit about kind of what you do and then what drove you to, um, you know, apply for the accelerator and which obviously is a, that's a rigorous endeavor, right? It's not something that you do lightly. So. Hey buddy, thanks a lot for having me on. Um, thanks for having us, uh, a part of the accelerator and allowing, uh, myself and including my business partner, best friend, my brother, who is a part of uh, the partnership that we've uh, created and uh, made a, a phenomenal, um, it's just a business that's something we've been dreamed of, we've dreamed about our entire lives. So, and, uh, and now we've not only done, been able to start this, but do something even better than that. And it's this, this accelerator that you have put together here for all, uh, 35 of us, I think there are in this specific course and, and just unbelievable amount of people who are excited about taking action. That was one of the most important things. I'm a huge biohacker um, in my entire life. We, we do a lot of the, you know, ketosis. We, we try and figure out how to make things fast, get, get things faster with the limited amount of time that we have. Right. And that's, that's just right. one thing is it's, I call it life hacking. Um, yeah. And, and, and it's awesome that in, in, in the course itself, we, we talk about a little bit about house hacking and how do we accelerate our, our financial freedom goals faster and, 
And, and I look at it as why did I join this course? It's exactly that. Like, how do I take my real estate, you know, investing to another level and that, that hacking portion of it. And that's, that's where my brother and I were like, Oh, this is, this, this is absolutely makes sense with where we're going and where we need to be in our career. So it, it wasn't even a second thought, buddy. Um, and it's just been a blessing to be a part of such a, a high volume uh, folks that are out there just making things happen. I mean, shit, in, in our uh, course, we have people talking with us one day and uh, totally de- demolishing a, a building in the next day and, and, and starting up and, and just the That's ability right. to, to do developments, whether it's STRs. Uh, I mean, it's unbelievable how many People are doing things so dr- drastically different than when they when they started the course. So, buddy, it's, yeah. been, a, it's been a blessing, man. Yeah, that's right. And I, I, I'll tell you, like one of the most eye-opening things for me was when we were on a call and people were doing their presentations on, I think, market analysis or something like that. And one of the guys in the course, Christian, literally while someone was presenting on a market, Alabama, right, went there on, virtually and found like three deals, one of which I think they ended up actually turning into a wholesale deal that he did with Chris. And, and so he, during the Saturday morning call, took a lesson learned, turned it into action and turned it into a deal that has blossomed into a business. And I've already done an accelerated success story on Christian. And I mean, that kid's crazy, right? He's doing some awesome stuff, but it happened live, right? Absolutely. And Christian, unfortunately, uh, uh, that I, I have the ability to have Christian in my group. So yeah. having his ability to uh, understand and ask the right questions has been phenomenal. Because obviously, like you said, we weren't a part of the same philosophy as as a Michael Fleming that's going into UPTs 20 years old and 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 has many, many years to invest and to do mm-hmm. the, the short and steady. No, he was on that same philosophy as I am. Uh, as I and my business partner were, is let's get this thing started and let's get it started fast. And that was what mm-hmm. the Christian's mentality was. And having the ability to have that group interaction and the connection that you can contact those folks at any given time, including yourself, buddy. I mean, you're feeding your child and you're texting me back and forth on a landmine that I almost <laughs> did in Wyoming. And we're able to uh, sidestep that. Let's be honest, like that wouldn't have happened had I not been a part of a group that has been through this and been done that and been there for that and been able to bounce ideas off like Christian yeah. and, you know, build something that's much faster that, that hacking, if you will, like, how do we do it faster, bigger, faster, stronger? I look at it like, yeah, you know, like let's do this and get it rockstar. And that's exactly what your accelerator does. Well, let's talk about the landmine for a second, because we always talk about good deals. That's the, kind of the common thread is like this deal. Yeah, we had some problems, but we turned it into a win or this deal was a home run right out of the park. Or maybe you're Dave Ortiz, who's just the luckiest guy in the entire world. And every one of his deals goes well. I literally have never seen anything go wrong for that man. So I so, but, I, you know, I can't use him as an example. But you had this deal that you were deep into escrow on, like on the verge of closing. and couple of red flags here and there. Maybe the red flags, maybe they're not. I don't know. We talked it through and you ended up not doing the deal. And that saved you a lot of money and a lot of headaches. And you know, one of my mentors once told me saving money on bad, on not doing bad deals is just as important as making money on doing good deals. So talk to me in three minutes, like super quick about what that deal was like. 
No, absolutely. And it was those red, red flags that we were, uh, you know, we were, if something smells fishy, it usually is, right? So mm-hmm. I didn't want to go that far into escrow. And I mean, we were days before actual closing. And we are talking and chatting and back and forth, you know, you and I and, and many folks that were on the accelerator, you know, hey, did, have you have you done this or have you thought about you know, asking this question? And that's exactly what we did. We took that information and, and why not? Why not go to the tenants and, and just, you know, touch bases with them and, and kind of get information? It's, it, it, there's nothing wrong with getting information and do your due diligence. And that's exactly what we did. And what we found out is is something that wasn't wasn't right and and the and the seller was definitely not being completely honest and upfront with us about the deals that they had made with the current tenants and they yeah. had reasons why they didn't want to have us uh, sign our leases before and they wanted to close the deal and and then go into having them sign our leases and whatnot and it was because they made drug deals with the the actual tenants and the tenants weren't going to supposed to have to pay until December. And that's, right. that was going to be three months after we had already gotten into the deal. Yeah. And it was, yeah. it was items like that. There was like, I wouldn't, you know, I didn't even think about, you know, going out to the actual tenants and talking to them and yeah. asking them the question. And, and then they started opening up, which was awesome because then they, they started opening up on other, other things that, Hey, did you, were you aware of this? And, and it was just, yeah, as a, a, a definitely a eye opening event for sure. There's there's nothing that a tenant loves to do more than highlight the things that are wrong with a property and think about it. I've been a tenant for much of my life. And if somebody came to me and said, hey, what can we fix on this property? What, what's, of course, I'm going to tell them everything that's <laughs> wrong with it. So they are a treasure trove of information. And, and it's all like sort of voluntary. Like you don't they don't have to tell you anything. You can't force them to tell you anything. And so like part of your due diligence, especially when you're buying a property, that is already cash flowing, right? You've got to think like, I mean, that seller is, they may be a nice guy, but they are fully incentivized to paint the rosiest picture possible. You just double check it. And when you find things that are kind of red flags, and these were, you know, pretty big red flags, uh, you walk away from it and you, you would have still been dealing with that headache right now. And you would have still been losing money on that deal. And instead you pivoted. So talk to me about some of the deals that you that you have done and, and are doing now. Yeah, we actually pivoted into a, a, a quadplex down and it was a it was a value added quadplex. I'm not going to say that it was an easy, you know, do it with your W-2 uh, job. And both of my business partner and I are still in earned income positions. And, and that that's a that's a second job. Like you you promote a lot of mm-hmm. times in our accelerator. That's not why we get into real estate a lot of times. But mm-hmm. I say but because when you can turn a property that you you know has only two units and turn it into four units that are fully tenanted and actually fully rehabbed and increase the value of your uh, from uh, you know 50 60k on that specific property now you're talking big deal and it's yeah. it's okay to spend uh 10 hours 15 hours uh additional time away from your w2 in order to make sure that you're, you're, you're getting those type of cash flowing opportunities. And it, it was a bird deal. And that's exactly what we're doing right now. And, and we plan to uh, hold on to that a little bit longer before we actually refinance it. But um, it, it's, it's been a, a phenomenal um, property. So, so you threw a bunch of stuff in there that I'm going to unpackage a little bit for people who are going to listen to this, who don't know what a quadplex is, don't know what a burr is, don't know all that. Okay. So basically what you did was you took 
a two-unit property that could be converted to a four-unit property, right? Which is a huge, you called, you said value add. What that means is you take something that is worth something, you do something to it and it makes it much more valuable. That's a value add, right? So you basically identified the opportunity to turn it into a fourplex, a quadplex, right? So four-unit apartment building. And it was also in disarray, right? Deferred maintenance, all kinds of crap. That's what you mean by Burr is you buy, you renovate, you rent, then you refinance your money out of it, right? And Burr, as anybody who's listened to Bigger Pockets knows, it is one of the sexiest things around. I have done many of them myself. I'm about to do, I'm literally closing today on a big duplex in Tuscaloosa right near the University of Alabama Stadium that we're going to do a Burr on. And it's fantastic because if you do it right, you can pull all your money back out of it and have zero money into it and have an asset that's growing and cash flowing with no money into it. That's a sexy burr, right? So so you did that um, and you're doing a value add on that fourplex, which is awesome. And then what else? What are, what other stuff are you into? Yeah, and then we pivoted into a duplex, like you just similar to what you said in, in Tuscaloosa. We did something similar to that right there in the, in the same hometown. Like my brother, that's what's awesome about um, how we've uh, partnered up because he brings that ability to rehab and he loves the construction side and has all the tools, yeah. all everything right there to do the rehab and loves it. And, and that's why we've started our S Corporation is that specific piece of the puzzle is he's good at it. But then there's the business side, the legal side that I bring to the table that I can do from abroad, that I can do from, you know, where I'm at in Texas or wherever that may be where we land and, and be able to provide that. So that's been the, uh, the complimentary partnership that I have with my brother and he loves his aspect of it. And I think it's, it's phenomenal because he does a great job um, and doing that rehab. And we did that on a duplex there, buddy. So now we've had, we, we just did that. He's finishing up on uh, one of them's, rented already we now got the next one he's about two or three days out from that having that fully renovated and then we'll have that duplex up and running so that's where we're at right now and we're uh under contract right now to go on to another duplex and we've got an investor that has already uh given us the thumbs up so we're waiting on that to be confirmed and then we'll close on the 15th of november on that one so Lots of, uh, like you said, one of the be- best things I've learned um, is is the creative financing, um, the accelerator. That you I, I was about to say that. Yes. So you so you're not only taking down these deals, you're not brute forcing them. You're not doing them the traditional way. Oftentimes you go into it with a creative financing mindset, i.e. either you're raising private capital or you're asking the seller to carry financing or something along those lines. So talk to me a little bit about that mentality. One of my favorite deals that that has happened, you know, since starting the accelerator was uh, the very first deal that we did. Um, And it it was, it was during the creative financing session that we had on the accelerator is that, Hey, why would you, why would you uh, do something without asking the seller to see if they would uh, carry the note? And they wouldn't when they, when we first started, we asked the question and they wouldn't. And then you you actually told us, hey, let, we'll try it again. It's a motivated seller if it's if they're having to drive in snowy snowy uh, roads and having to come all the way back to Wyoming to to deal with all the headaches and mm-hmm. uh, that tenants have. And hey, why don't you ask them again? Because if they're motivated, they may you may go through with it. So that's exactly what we did. And she was tired of it after six months, and she came back through during the creative financing session, and and she said. 
I think I will. I'll carry it. And so she's, <laughs> that's exactly what we've done. And we've got great financing deals with her. Like as far as like amortization schedule, like we did it for 30 years. And I mean, we got oh, that's crazy with her. Unbelievable. It's it's and now we're, we'll, we'll be ready to refinance it. And it's, we've got a rehab. The value has gone significantly up because my, my brother's partnered up with a bunch of uh, contractors in the area that are a part of his business aspect as, as well. And so they go in there and they turn this stuff around quickly. And, and it's just, it's just been an awesome partnership. That's cool. No, that's really cool. I tell you this, anybody that thinks to themselves, well, I, I don't really have enough money to invest. All you have to do is learn creative financing. You literally, and depending on how creative you really are, number one, first and foremost, anybody listening to this is probably a vet or a military member. So first and foremost, you've got your VA loan, right? VA loan zero down. You can roll in closing costs. You can roll in the, the, the points. So you, and we already had this. If you've listened to Taylor Wing's success story, his first property was uh, a VA loan and he took it down literally with zero money out of pocket. So that's your, my first reply to your excuse. The most common excuse, by the way, or why people don't do real estate is I don't have the money, right? So just, that's my first response. My second response is, it is very easy to learn creative financing techniques. And as long as the seller is motivated enough, even if they've never heard of seller financing, you can educate them in a simple way. And it actually is easier than doing bank financing. (laughs) It's easier to do seller financing than it is to do bank financing. But nobody would suspect that unless they learn it, right? And so. My response to people who say I don't have enough money to do real estate is threefold. Number one, if you're a vet, you've got the VA loan. Number two, creative financing can get you anything you need. And number three, just wholesale the thing, right? Like Christian did. Wholesaling is when you lock in the contract and you sell that contract to another investor for a markup. It doesn't take any money for yourself. So I've just, in 30 seconds, given you three strategies that you can use for no money. Right. And and buddy, I want to stop you right there because that is easy to be easier said than done. And the reason that you have this accelerator is because when you get us together and we start talking about what the strategies that we can do, and like I said, it's the hacking portion. You make this mm-hmm. education that seems so out there that there's so much to to learn, and I just don't know if I can do that with I have my earned income, I have so I have my family life. I just yeah. don't think I can learn this, but you package it in a deal for us and you get us all together so that we have many people talking about what they're doing and ability to contact somebody that breaks down that barrier to, yeah. to creatively finance a deal and get it done quickly. And that's what that's what the accelerator has done. And I and I can't tell you that anything differently is that we appreciate that. Yeah, man. And it's it, so what I love about it is that it is it's fully symbiotic. Like I. I can create all of the structure in the world, but if you guys don't take it and communicate and you guys meet, right? You don't just meet whenever we meet, you meet uh, at all times, right? A lot of you guys will meet multiple times in between the sessions that we have. And, you know, there are lots of you guys that text each other like every day, right? Absolutely. I was just on a call with Christian yesterday. So talking about a JV that he just got done doing and how do I structure it with my father for crying out loud to make sure that he feels more comfortable going into the deal. Like, Hey, that's, that's a huge thing. I didn't have to, you know, I don't have to go through all the steps that 
that it would take for me to research it myself and find out the information and then not feel really comfortable about it because somebody hasn't really actually done it. No, we actually have people in your course that are doing it as we speak while I'm doing it. So we're working yeah. together and in, in, in making and executing deals as we speak. That's what's awesome about it. Yeah. And it makes it makes it so much more powerful for the rest of us, myself included. By the way, the deal that I'm closing on the duplex in Tuscaloosa, I'm doing with somebody that's in the course. <laughs> and so, you know, I mean, it's like it benefits me, too, personally. So it isn't, you know, for me, the most pleasurable thing about this is that um, I had a choice at the very beginning to create an education module, put it online and then sell it as a subscription or which which would have freed up way more of my time and my wife would have been way happier with me. <laughs> or I could be deeply involved personally with everyone, every person I could deeply involved and connect, right? Which takes a lot more of my time, a ton more of my time, but it is so rewarding both from getting to see the change that you guys create in your own life, but also financially for me. Like I've done a lot of deals with accelerator people. I continue to do deals with accelerator people all the time because it isn't the, the buddy rushing show. It is literally like White Feather is all of us together, growing together and helping each other out together. It really is a, a coalition more than it is a business, right? Absolutely. And when you showed us, you know, the financial freedom goals that you had initially when we first started and you, we, we created those items and made us started thinking about where is it that we really want to be? What is it that we want? out of generational wealth and creating stuff for those little ones like Austin. How do we yeah. make it so that we have the ability to hand off something that's amazing for our kids and for, for anybody and including yeah. our family at home that they, they started, they, I'm going to tell you right now, buddy, when we did that first seller financing deal, my father so told us we were going to fail. It wasn't mm. going to happen. Like we're going to go in here and we're going to be landlords. We're not going to like it. And the business is not going to be there. And now he's an investor. And so it's not twofold. You know what I mean? Like that's oh, unbelievable man. that you can actually have him talking the language now and speaking to us about, hey, what about this? And and researching deals and 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 going out and hearing the deals at his work and finding out, hey, did you hear about this? And bringing that stuff to us now. And he wasn't one at at all. That is, I, I just. I just freaking got chills down my back. I am not kidding. That is an awesome story. That's so awesome. Wow. And, yeah, man. All right. I, dude, I, I could go on for a long time. Obviously, I try to keep these things as, as short as possible because all the millennials out there don't listen more than 20 minutes. So, uh, so I don't blame them either. <laughs> um, I, so my question, last question, just for 60 second answer. What's next? 2021 is coming around. What's next for you? Absolutely. And I hope you're ready for this because uh, it, it's it's coming your way because I've already chatted a little bit about the syndication and we're 100 percent. We've got our QRP completely established now. We're going to go full bore into a syndication. And then we've already been told by our financial advisor. He, he recommends that as well. So we're going in. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Very cool. My, my entire Roth moved over. Um, we're, we're we're going uh, uh it's just full court press. You use that word. I like it. Yeah. Uh, full court press in 2021. And, and we're going to do uh, one with uh, uh, Robert Boot as well. So, you know, you know, we would be very helpful to have uh, that, that piece of the puzzle. And we're going to the Huntsville area, the Alabama area. Like and, a bird deal with him? 
absolutely. It, it could be a burr. And we're looking at a small multifamily. It could be a larger multifamily. And it just depends cool. on what that looks like from a syndication standpoint um, and, and how many people you can get on a JV or what, what, it, what the case may be. But it, it's going to be good. Well, yeah, let me know, because uh, obviously, if the deal is set up right and, every, and everything's good, then I can always uh, I can always kind of wrap the white feather cloak around it. And uh, then it, it gets easier to raise capital and easier to, to take down the deal. So awesome. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. You're, like I said, your, your journey is super exciting and inspiring to me. And what's really cool is that you're just getting started. I know it feels like you've shot out of the gates like crazy, but you're just getting just getting revved up. And so, um, man, I, I, I'm. I'm happy that you're a part of my life and I, and I, uh, and I appreciate everything you've done. Hey buddy, right back at you. Thank you, sir. And and you have a wonderful, wonderful afternoon. You too. Take care, man. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the real estate investing accelerator podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please share it with a fellow military veteran. If you would like to learn more about joining our upcoming accelerator, please schedule a call with the team through the scheduling link in the show notes. It's that easy. The accelerator is a six month course for military veterans in active duty who are seeking a real estate investing community to belong to that provides inspiration, education, and problem solving in a trusted environment. And as always, remember to dream big and take bold action.